Ho ho ho, you jolly old nerds, and welcome back to the Bruin Review's Christmas Spectacular Multi-Denominational Holiday Special Movie Review thing. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 67, and this week, as tradition dictates, we are reviewing another Christmas movie. So grab some cocoa, a gingerbread cookie, and sit back by the fire and join us in reviewing the soon-to-be Christmas classic, Krampus, this week on the Bruin Review's. Brew interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. So how you been, Lauren? Oh, Robbie, I just finished the first week at my new job, and I am exhausted. Um, well, yeah, you're you're a fluffer, right? That's, yeah, that's your new job. Let me tell you, it's hard work. Hey, literally, <laughs> literally hard work. No, I uh, I, uh, I came into a GIS system that is uh calling it a, calling it a Broken. nightmare would be an understatement um so I, my brain's fried and i'm glad that we're talking about a movie because <laughs> <laughs> i'll be doing most uh, of the talking yep, that's okay yep uh how about you robbie how have you been um I'm, i was good and then i had a really like stupid not not a blonde moment because i feel like that that's not a term people like anymore but it, like a dumb moment for Thanksgiving, I made uh, turkey, but right. I cut them all up into separate pieces and used it on yeah. an oven rack on a tray, you know, stuff like that. Yes. Well, during uh, Thanksgiving, when I took everything out and I put it on a platter to cut up and serve for myself, I didn't have any room on my countertops for a hot uh, baking tray oh, with the no. thing for the rack. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll throw it back in the oven and I'll just, the oven's off. I'll just get it, you oh, know, when no. I'm done, when I clean up. And I forgot about it and didn't find it until oh, Thursday, no. Wednesday. <laughs> A week? A so I was week? Like, oh, good. I was like, because <laughs> I went to go cook something else. I'm like, where the fuck is my oh, baking Oh, no. Tray? I was like, and then I was like, no. <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. And I couldn't smell anything because it was in the oven and I hadn't used the oven in a week. Oh, my so. God. Oops. Well, at least it wasn't a month. Blonde moment. Yeah, you I found it before yeah, then. I cooked way before then. Yeah. 100%. Shit. So, Lauren. What are you drinking this week? Well, Robbie, to switch it up from the huge of sours and IPAs, uh, I decided to go with Dorothy's New World Lager uh, from Toppling Gold. Gold yeah, Goliath. that one. Toppling. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't pronounce it? <laughs> Toppling Goliath. All right, one more time. Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Uh there you go. I don't know where they're from, though. Where does it... They are from Decorah, Iowa. Iowa's IA, right? Iowa. Iowa. Um, no, that's it's from a movie. Yeah, I don't you watch movies. <laughs> uh, it's good. I like the can. It's <laughs> pretty. Um, it tastes Your like... Your descriptors a... are on point today. <laughs> I know. Bear with me, people. It's, um, it's a little citrusy. It kind of has that same vibe as like a wheat. That mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like, but I kind of like it in the lager form. It's like a little bready. Uh, bready and citrusy and light, and I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would because the smell doesn't give you the sense that that's what it's going to taste like. I sent that to you. Uh, was it your birthday or was it before your birthday? Uh, I got this from a Tavor crate. I think you sent it to me for my birthday because it says that it was canned in June. Okay. And it expires yeah, sense, in 10 days. Oh, horse. This horse beer expires. Oh, my God, Robbie. You know what we forgot to mention? You know what You know what was graced upon this world today? Santa? <laughs> no. Uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel, season three, came out. Oh, yeah, that is today. Know, We're I'm... recording on Friday, so, yeah, I'm very excited about I that. I fully plan on taking Sunday to binge watch all no, of it. No, you know what? Fuck you. It took, like, two years for a bunch of us to convince you to watch the goddamn no, show. No, nobody even so told me about it until recently. Yes, I did. Well, no, I don't bullshit. remember things, Robbie. You have to sit me down and make me watch it. Oh, you slut. The first season, after I finished it, the next episode we recorded, I was like, holy shit, Lauren, you have oh, to watch this show. That. It is one of my favorites. Yeah, now. well, Danny made me do it. Now I do it. And then you ignored me for two well, years. Well, I just didn't know how to use my Amazon Prime, Robbie. You don't get to be excited for that now. You don't get to watch it. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm watching it. I Fuck love you. it. I was famous to be Susie, all right? I was famous for 10 minutes. I was famous to be Susie? Yeah, being Susie. That sentence didn't make sense. <laughs> My brain anyway. is fried. I don't know what you want anyway. from me. Anyway. 
Oh, what are you drinking? <laughs> this week, I am also drinking a beer from my Tavor crate. It is from Salt Fire Brewing Company in Salt Lake City, Utah. It is called Fury Kolsch. There's a Kolsch-style ale coming in at 5.2%. Very simple. It's a neat little bottle. Oh, Comes I love in a bottle. that. It's so cute. Yep. Should make a good picture. Yes. Oh, my beer was 5.5%. I forgot to mention that. My bad. Uh, it's quite tasty. I love Kolsch's. It's like one of my favorite styles of beer. Yeah, you do I like your, your Kolsch. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of like the opposite of most craft beer dudes who are just into like IPAs dark and stouts and, and IPAs. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I like Kolsch's and uh, Otrevez. <laughs> oh, Otrevez is so good. Although I did really like that Kolsch from that brewery that we went to when I came to visit. That was fucking delicious. Oh, no. Was it a Kolsch? A, I think it was a Pilsner. Yeah, you're right. It was a Pilsner. Yeah, 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 yeah and right, it was the, right. definitely the best pills I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, it was I don't so remember fucking the name. Good. Anyway, this is, this is a very good beer. Very good. All right, we're both drinking good, good beers. Mine is sweet, actually, on the back end of it. Also, I'm, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. Thank you for sending me this, Robbie. Oh, you're welcome. Love you. You're welcome. Only because it was expiring. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Lauren, what are we doing today? Today, Robert, we are reviewing Krampus. 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 It's a Christmas movie. That's a scary movie too. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Krampus is kind of the the German anti-Santa Claus. He was a demonic spirit that kind of followed Santa Claus. And in the in the stories, I believe, he would pick up bad kids. Yeah, he terrorized kids. Which, yeah, which is kind of the opposite of the movie. I mean, to be fair, he does technically terrorize and kidnap kids in the movie. But yeah. um, he also, you know, hurts adults, <laughs> which I don't he think he does He hurts everyone that doesn't have Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird in the way because if you like... They're trying to portray Krampus as the bad guy, but is he really? No. He's like teaching them a lesson yeah, exactly. for being shitty people. I agree. Anyway, uh, Krampus was directed by one of my favorite directors, Michael Doherty, who also did Trick or Treat. Yes, that was one of my, my fun favorite facts. movie of all time. Exactly. Uh, this was released in 2015, in December of 2015, so they released it at a good time. Had a budget of $15 million and grossed $16 million at the opening day. Wow. That's and great. 60, $61 million worldwide. I so I did very well. That doesn't surprise me because I don't. I mean, it might just be that I don't have knowledge of it. But like, how many horror Christmas movies are out there? Uh, a lot. Are there really? Yeah. But I feel like this There's one, one called Jack Frost. Are were they like shown in theaters though, or are they just like? I think Black Christmas was. See, that's what I mean. Like, this is like one of the first Christmas movies like I remember seeing ads for to see in the movie theater. Because I actually really wanted to see this movie when it came out, but I never fucking did. I'm real glad we watched it because I'm I I like it. I'm just gonna say it up front. (laughs) I like it. Lauren's review. I like your regular. uh, Was it Ebert and Yeah? What the fuck was their name? The movie reviewers. Yeah. Roger Ebert and the the other douchebag that died early. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) where are we? Uh, Some of the actors in this movie that you might recognize are Adam Scott. He's from uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. He's in a couple other random things. Yeah. Uh, Step Brothers. He plays the father in the movie. David Koechner, who plays Uncle Howard. He's in a lot of things. He's in a lot of TV shows, extras in a movie. Is he in Hot Tub Time uh, Machine? Yep. Uh, Is he in Hot Tub Time Machine? I don't know, Robbie. That's why I asked. I don't think he's in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's in The Office um what else i mean extras and tv shows oh yeah the he is in the office he's that douchebag he uh, (laughs) He plays a douchebag really well he does play a douchebag very well um uh what's the movie anchorman he's an anchorman who plays the the sports anchor yeah fuck i don't know i don't i've never seen anchorman you've never seen anchorman (laughs) no God damn it, Lauren. You're a shitty person. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never oh, seen God. it all the way through. I don't <laughs> like I don't like Will Ferrell, so. Oh, well, that's that's why you're dumb. Uh, yeah. Next, we have uh, Conchata Ferrell. So I never knew her name. Is that the grandma? She plays, she, or is that? No, she plays Aunt Dorothy. That's why I'm drinking this beer. Dorothy. <laughs> uh, she's a big old lady. You, you definitely recognize her. She was in Mr. Deeds, Two and a Half Men. She played the maid. Yeah, she's funny. That helped him out all the time. She's super funny. She's in The Ranch, which is on a Netflix original right now. Uh, then you have the mom, who's played by Tony Collette. Tony Collette. That's one of my notes. I fucking love Tony Collette. Uh, she is in Little Miss Sunshine, the new, well, not Sun new anymore, but uh, Hereditary. And she was in Velvet the, Buzzsaw. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, the other movie we watched yes. to do a review of. I I honestly don't. Did she play she was the, the woman art, that died at the end? She got her arm sawed off in the thing, and the kids were playing in her blood. Oh, okay. That was that was her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Remember She's also part. in United States of Terra. So. 
yeah, nobody nobody watched that. I do. Uh, it's good. <laughs> there really isn't a whole... Those are probably only real famous actors in this movie. There's a lot of, like, random little kids that you know, they weren't really in anything yeah. else. I think this, the sister mm-hmm. was in um, Lovely Bones. Is that what it's called? I've never seen it. I don't know. But there is a, there is a thing the called name. Lovely... I have the book on that bookshelf. I've never read it, though. It just says, <laughs> it just says there. Yeah, but that's about it. Oh, I um, stole it from someone. I didn't steal it. They lent it to me and never gave it back. So you're a thief. That's cool. <laughs> going to read a quick synopsis of the movie to kind of give you an idea what's going on. We're going to play some good music over this part, right? Duh. Do that. I think I'm editing it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I... When, his dis- <laughs> when his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max gets disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Meanwhile, this lack of festic... Festic... You got it. Meanwhile, this lack of festive spirit unleashes the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on monstrous lives of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for one another if they hope to survive. I think that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's very accurate. Uh, so one thing I noticed, so I had the DVD version. I think you watched it on uh, Amazon Prime? I bought, I, let me tell you the crossroads I came to just before we even started the movie. And by we, I mean myself, because I watched it alone. Um, <clears throat> I got on Amazon, and it was rent or own. And it's three ninety nine to rent, and it's nine ninety nine to own. And you only get it for like 24 hours once you've rented it. And I'm like, yeah. well, what if I really like it? And then I want to buy it. And I've already spent three more dollars than I would have if I just bought it to begin with. And I think <laughs> I'm going to like it. And I don't want to go out and buy the dvd because i have to watch it tonight so i bought it so i own it on amazon prime that was a super long story for saying yeah i bought it on amazon well, i just wanted you well, to I know bought- the the what i was struggling with before i even started watching this movie oh god i bought it like the physical copy because i've always wanted it for my horror collection anyway and in like the title menu screen yeah <clears throat> before you play it it plays a super creepy version of oh christmas tree oh i love just like piano but it like really sets the mood so i think they did a good job the music score i think in this was was really good i think that Uh, this movie has a phenomenal score yeah yeah phenomenal i noticed it in like like six or seven different times like how perfectly the music lined up with the scene and it just it really made it did you watch the, or did you like listen to the credits at the end Mm-mm. when it played Carol of the Bells? Oh, yeah. Yes, it, of course I did. I was like, oh, yeah. I love the song. But then it's like Krampus. <laughs> it's like a creepy version. I know. I want to like get a version of that. I was going to search it on Spotify to see if I could just have it because it was yeah. fucking oh, yeah. awesome. I'm sure they have a soundtrack I'm sure somewhere. They, I'll have to look it up. Uh, so the opening scene of this movie is just a giant Black Friday store rush with everybody fighting. I love, I love the, that scene. And again, oh, the score God. for that scene was perfect. Yeah, and then it kind of opens up on uh, one of the three wise men fighting Rudolph, <laughs> the son. Yep. He's dressed up as Rudolph, and they're just trying to beat the shit out of each other. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it's kind of like an introduction to the family, kind of like a meet and greet. And then we meet the grandma. Grandma! I love we grandma. We talk Omi. They call her Omi. She's like old world She's German, German, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because it kind of sets up Krampus, because he's a German... Tale. Fairy tale. Fol- tale folklore. Fairy tale. Folklore. Um, the actress that plays her is actually Austrian. So, oh, all right. Well, I yeah, think, and she was like the third choice because the other two like dropped out. Oh, really? To play her, so she was like last minute casting. I think that Krampus also has a lot, uh, a lot of relevance in, in Austrian settings as well. I'm sure that that whole area, Germany, Austria, yeah, maybe, yeah, not, not Belgium, maybe, but like Denmark. I don't know things like that. Ah, fuck it. Grandma only speaks German initially. Initially. For a while, which is weird because the the son Max understands every word. It's like they all know how to. I think they all know it, but they just can't. They just like don't speak it. That's stupid. Like, why would you even bother with her speaking German in the first it keeps, place? Because it gives her a mysterious, uh, Gram- side. mysterious grandma, mysterious vibes. grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get those vibes. It's like on a Tinder profile. <laughs> mysterious grandma. I give out mysterious grandma vibes. <laughs> We are then, is a, this is like, what, two or three days before Christmas, some shit that all this happens? I think it's Christmas Eve, isn't it? Something like that. It's Christmas. Something, I don't remember. It's it's the day, um, it's one of the It's two days before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two days before Christmas. Yeah. Because they wake up the next morning. And it's and Christmas it's, Eve. They don't, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Anyway, then we're introduced to the main family's other side of the family, which is like this shitty white trash. It's the mom's sister's family. The mom, yeah, and it's they're so funny. They're just, it's just a white trash 
inbred family driving a Hummer. You know, they're all mouth breathers. Whereas it's, it's the main really family fine. lives in a very nice house, and yeah. you can tell they are affluent. They're normal, basically. Actually, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even say affluent. They're just normal. Well, they have a really like. nice kitchen. All right. Did you notice the the fat son instead of in his water bottle holder in his backpack, he just has a sleeve of Pringles, <laughs> like a full sleeve. That's what my backpack looks like sometimes yeah. too. I'm like, this kid's living in 2040. Holy shit! I love. I never Pringles. even thought about doing that. Hell yeah. This family. I mean, they. I think the director wanted you to hate them, like every single one, every single member of that family. They wanted you to hate right away. I didn't hate the sister, but you're just. A, I'm annoyed by. The fucking no. son. I'm annoyed by the... Wait, which family are you talking about? The white trash family. Yeah. I didn't hate the mom. There's two I sisters. Like the mom. Well, the mom... Even the mom is like snipey and kind of a bitch. I think the mom no of reason. the main family is a, kind of a bitch. Because she had to put up with all these dumb white I, trash She's people. just stiff. She's stiff, all right? She's well, she too, to she has too, much, she's too much of a control freak. I don't like her character, Robbie. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like anyone, to be honest. I don't really like any of these characters. Character. They're all fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the characters are dumb, but like the characters are dumb. You know what I mean? Did you like the, the lesbian uh, twins? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were the worst. They, they were, were the, the fucking worst. And let me tell you how pissed off I am at this family about this whole situation. They should have put a... St- and uh, well, Are you going to get to where she reads the shit? I, yeah. We'll talk about it when we get there. Anyway, they're all eating dinner, basically, and Max wrote a letter to Santa Claus because he still believes in Santa Claus, in a way. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the bitch Lesbo sisters find the letter and read it in front of everybody and it was embarrass a, him. And... Yeah, and it was, like, a really nice letter that was yeah. so honest. He was like, I wish my parents would fall back in love, and I wish, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish life wasn't so hard for my aunt and uncle, and I wish... And then, like, it goes quiet, and he's like, give me back the thing, and she, like, reads it in her head and is like... He does not wish we were boys. Yeah, he does not wish we were boys. <laughs> and then yeah. the mom comes back in and the kid goes to fucking fight her. That should have... Listen, if these were good parents, this would have had the kibosh put to it way before it got to this. If they were paying attention to their kids, they would have realized what the letter was saying and gone and taken it away from her and fucking sent her to her room. And none of this would have fucking happened if they had been good parents. I, I think they were good. I think they were. Good I don't think they were good. They should not have let it escalate to that point. I don't. Think. <laughs> well, one of them wasn't even in the room when it happened. It doesn't matter. The dad should have been fucking paying attention. Your kids are yelling. Focus. <laughs> so one of the best lines happened during this like Christmas dinner scene. Um, it's from Aunt Dorothy. Obviously, yep. she had some of the best one liners. Yep, yep. And she's complaining that they didn't cook a ham for Christmas. And she says, "Who doesn't make a ham for Christmas? What are you now, a Jew?" <laughs> And, like, everybody's quiet. And then she gets pissed off and leaves the room. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good oh, one. She's good. I love her in the movie. She was. She was a good character. Because yeah. it was obvious they wanted you to hate her. I didn't hate her. I liked anyway. her. I sympathized with her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, life is fucking rough. You go get drunk. <laughs> I thought you I thought you would sympathize with the, the lesbian sisters. No, I hate them. They are mean. <laughs> you didn't wish to be a boy? No. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, but can I just say um, yeah. during that scene when uh, everyone was like mad at the food that the mom made. Um, yeah, and, for no reason. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's too fancy. And so the sister was getting up to leave and, and she like was like said, mentioned something about the food. And the mom was like, well, sorry, I didn't make mac and cheese and hot dogs. And I was <laughs> literally eating mac and cheese and hot dogs. <laughs> Because you like trash, Lauren. I didn't have any food. Actually, they were Vienna sausages. Oh, my God. That's even more white trash, Lauren. <laughs> I didn't oh have God. any sort of protein, and I wanted it. So I had a can of Vienna sausage, so I fried them. You? Oh, my God. So I'm white trash. Uh, uh, anyway, yep. they have dinner. They all go to bed. And while they're asleep, a snowstorm. Knocks out all the power to the neighborhood, which kind of starts Crazy off this whole thing. Storm. And it's kind of like the showing of Krampus because what happens after dinner, Max takes his letter to Santa and says, fuck it, and rips it up and throws it out the window and pretty much wishes his family was, it's like Home Alone. He wishes they were all dead, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he was just pissed off at everyone. And also, um, this day starts with them opening an advent calendar to an angry looking snowman. It's it, very not even angry looking snowman, like a, like a, somebody shoved a baby inside a snowman and. <laughs> sculpted around it it was really weird it was a very weird looking snowman but it was just it was ominous it's foreshadowing yeah that's what i said before that was 
He did? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe anyway, I didn't. <laughs> power goes out. There's a knock at the door. Mysterious Santa bag, along with another package from an actual delivery man, shows up at the door. They take the Santa bag in. They don't really say. They like they put it to the side, and they don't really say anything about it for a long time. Yeah, nobody is, was like, who liked. sent these presents? Yeah, nobody said anything. And what does the dad say? He's like, why is all the why do rich people get all the free stuff? <laughs> yeah, it must be Democrats. <laughs> must be must be Democrats. Yeah, they did say that, didn't they? Oh, that's pretty funny. And then fucking Omi, Grammy over there, is fucking awesome. She starts making like homemade old world hot chocolate. Hell yeah. I was super I was pumped. Like, I was like, Oh, I want some fucking hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> now some hot chocolate to wash down these Vienna sausages. Yes. Actually I did make some chocolate milk. <laughs> so- I used Ovaltine. Ovaltine? Who by the fuck buys Ovaltine anymore? I love anymore? Ovaltine. I always have Ovaltine. And so I made myself some chocolate milk with Ovaltine. Ugh, oh, so, my God. Uh, yep. And then we have the daughter of the, of the main family. And she has a boyfriend that lives down the street. And she is going to go find him because she can't get in contact with him. And the parents just let her just go out Just fucking let her go out in a storm. blizzard. In a fucking blizzard. These are terrible yeah. parents. If you parent yeah. your child like this, you're making bad decisions. anyway she goes off in the snowstorm and we will we will talk about her later actually no we're gonna talk about her right now yeah we are um they they pan to her kind of walking down the street in this huge storm she can't see in front of her and all of a sudden we get our first sighting of krampus it's not close up it's super like far away he's on a roof and then he starts jumping from roof to roof and she starts screaming and tries to run back home no she doesn't try to run back home she runs forward to the to the truck i thought she passed the truck and then came back I don't think so. I think she's walking. Either, up. either way, she, she sees tries the running truck away. Stopped and like stops yeah. and like walks up to it, and then she... <laughs> she sees Krampus. Anyway, she runs to the delivery truck, and the delivery man is now dead. The same guy that dropped off the original package. He shouldn't have been out in that blizzard either. God no! Thank God for mailman. Yeah, They're so nice. Seriously, he died died for our Amazon orders. Ugh. So she hides underneath the truck, and Krampus shows up, and you know does the normal walk around the car horror movie kind of thing. You can only see his feet and. It's terrifying, he, really. Yeah, exactly. And then he jumps away, and she's like, oh, I'm safe now. And then she turns around, and he left a jack-in-the-box toy. Yep. That slowly starts winding itself, and then it pops open, and this fucking demon monster starts popping out. But you don't really you see what it looks like. You just yeah. hear her scream. And you know what I really liked leading up to that scene was when she what? was walking down the street, like, the use of, like, dark to light, or, or from, like, light to, like, dark lighting, in mm. that you could just... It was very well used. I really liked yeah. it. Like, because she's walking, it's like a normal day, and then everything shifts to dark. And that happens a lot throughout the movie, and it's just very, like, telling that, like, all right, yeah, something bad is about to happen. Yeah. Uh, and that's when we get our first death. You betcha. About 25 minutes into the movie. I, I thought, because I had seen this movie once before when it first came out a long time ago. So it was kind of nice to watch it again, because mm-hmm. it's only the second time. I thought she lived. I thought she had come back later on in the movie, but she doesn't. She does die right there. Yeah. Or she at least gets captured, or whatever Krampus does. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying captures and kills in this movie are the same to me. So yeah, same. It's whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. She dies unfortunately. I was kind of hoping for her to last through the movie a little bit. Yeah, not be but. one of the first characters killed because honestly, out of all those characters, she was like maybe one of the most likable. Yeah, exactly. Because she, she had some sort of redeeming things. quality. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, minus she was, you know, left her family to go see her fucking boyfriend. Well, you know what? I wouldn't want to. Well. <laughs> You're not wrong. That is well, pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> but would you really want to hang out with that family? No. Exactly. No. Maybe I, I'd hang out with Omi. Oh, hell yeah. I'd hang, definitely yeah. hang out with Omi. But she's too cool for that. She's a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> so after a while, the dad notices that their daughter's not back yet because she was supposed to be back in like an hour or some shit. So the dad and the uncle leave the house in his giant Hummer and to go find the daughter in the snowstorm. Also, can I just mention that my note says, dumb bitch deserved it for walking in a blizzard. (laughs) (laughs) She was in love. She did it for love, Lauren. No, she didn't. She didn't get away from her family. She did it for for drugs. She did it for drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they're driving the snowstorm. They come to the abandoned snowplow, I believe, first? Or did they go to the house first? Uh, Snowplow. So they get the snowplow, and there's an abandoned snowplow with a hole. Punched in. in uh, Punched in. They, They make sure to reference that. And no driver. So they keep going to look for somebody. And I think they go to the boyfriend's house. Well, first right? off, they see that the driver's gone and the window's punched in. So they go get yeah. some fucking guns. Oh, yeah. They well, get a would... shotgun and, and another gun. And the guy, he hands it to him. He goes, wow, this is heavy. He goes, yeah, that's Lucy's or Lucille's or his, his wife. wife's gun. 
It's a giant Linda. I don't know her name. I think it is actually Linda. Mm. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Anyway, they go to the boyfriend's house and they notice that it's all broken in. It's It's fucked up. It's and cold. It looks like it's abandoned. And then they go into the kitchen and there's a gingerbread man with a knife uh, knifed through the head onto the to the fridge, which is kind of also a little bit of foreshadowing. Not the knife, but the gingerbread man. Yep. Um, And then as they're trying to go back, the uncle gets bitten by the goddamn snow monsters. Stupid fucking snow monster. They're they're like Christmas tremors. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, you, I don't think you get to see any part of them either. No, I don't think you do. Even at the end, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you see anything. Anyway, the dad shoots the uh, the snow tremors, and then they escape. Even though the uncle has a bunch of bites and stuff like that. He's his leg is fucked. Yep, they run all the way back to the house basically, and everybody's upset that they didn't get their daughter, or, or the mom's pretty much the only one upset mm-hmm. that they didn't that she didn't find, which is reasonable to freak out like that. She shouldn't have let her go in the first place. This is her fault. <laughs> okay so okay we'll get to whose fault all this movie is at the end they all go to sleep because they, they have no power they can't do anything uh-huh. they're just gonna wait till the storm clears up everybody falls asleep the fire goes out the and the grandmother has alluded keep the fire hot on yeah, multiple occasions hot. i yeah well i think it was only like once at that point but uh, maybe at that point but in, <laughs> in multiple it just yeah so the fire goes out and now krampus takes his opportunity and lowers a gingerbread man down the chimney yeah and lures in lures in the little fat kid yeah who is like the creepiest character (laughs) yeah i fucking hate him also the score for that like that scene where they're all sleeping so good they make such good use of christmas songs like on these so did trick-or-treat trick-or-treat was the same way i don't remember robbie really that's why i own the soundtrack to trick-or-treat because it's so good i'll have to rewatch it but i anyway. fucking, I just fucking love the score i fucking love it <laughs> he lures the fat kid in with a gingerbread man the fat kid bites the gingerbread man's head and the gingerbread man comes to life and wraps him up in chains yeah and krampus drags him up the fucking chimney yes which is pretty cool uh but everyone um, is trying to keep him from going up the chimney it's a big fight scene essentially it's a huge fight scene yeah and this actually gets into one of the things that i don't like about this movie i do not like the gingerbread i do not like i don't Why? like the cgi use in this movie and i don't know if it's necessarily the use but like the visual of the characters like the gingerbread man looks like the fucking gingerbread man from Shrek, and it's too cartoony for this movie, and I fucking hate it. I hate everything about the gingerbread man oh, in this down. movie. No, that Jesus. loses it a whole star, Robbie, because I hate the gingerbread oh, that much. They, it just it doesn't. They could have made them look like creepier, like less cartoony, and I just well, hate I think them. they I think they wanted to make them look cartoony I so that the kids that. would believe that it was like a real gingerbread man. If it was evil looking, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm not fucking with that." Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, he's a happy gingerbread man. No, I just anyway, I don't like it. That's the second death. Um, and after this, uh, well, actually the Christmas tree lights on fire and burns up all the presents and stuff like that. Yeah. This is when Omi, the grandmother finally explains what's going on. In English. In English. Yeah. (laughs) What does Aunt Dorothy say? She's like, English. I fucking knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she explains Krampus and pretty much everybody believes her except for a few people. Except for the mom definitely believes. The uncle. The uncle's just like, yeah, fucking crazy bitches off her meds. Yeah, what is she going to talk about next? A goddamn rabbit Easter bunny? <laughs> anyway, the mom understands because she saw the evil gingerbread man yeah, alive. Yes. When she was trying to help him to the chimney. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I think this leads to the part when Max starts looking out the window more. Yeah. And more and more creepy snowmen. So many. So many creepy keep snowmen. Keep popping up. Yeah. And then and then that's when I, I think that's what I wrote, why I wrote keep creepy snow demons. Because you see the elves, which you find out are elves later. Yeah. Like, like lurk, running lurking in around. the snowmen. And yeah. the most disconcerting thing about those snowmen is that they're facing the house. Nobody fucking makes a snowman to face <laughs> their house. They face away from your house. It's so terrifying. If somebody ever built a snowman looking in my house, I would think that's a threat. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Oh, part. It, it was, was so creepiness. It was, the it was awesome. It was so well done. Um, at this point, the twin lesbian sisters, they get lured into the attic by the demon toys. I think they, the demon toys pretend to be... The, the, the brother Beth, their or sister the, oh no, yeah the sister. yeah the, the sister because they went upstairs the, to try and use the bathroom yeah so the missing sister they think it's her trying to talk talking to them and it get lured that lures them into the attic stupid assholes at this point this is more like one of my favorite parts probably one of the creepiest parts too 
Um, the toys come to life. They burst out of their packages. That the mysterious Santa bag that was left at the door. Yep. It all got stuffed into the attic because it was when it caught on fire. Apparently, that's where they put them to rewrap them or whatever. Uh, they start screaming. The family goes to check on them. Yep. They go upstairs, and that's when we were introduced to probably one of the creepiest horror movie monsters ever, fucking... which is the Jack in the Box. Yep. Oh yep. my God. Fuck this creepy, that thing. Uh, fucking predator-looking face from Predator, but with like a doll's. Everything about. It, oh my God. Everything about that character makes me uncomfortable. Every single thing about it <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. And it's basically swallowing the twins to try to kidnap them. It eats them or, like or a snake. Them. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fucking like they walk in and her feet are sticking out. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. And did you notice like some of the other scenes? You can see the kids like trying to kick out. Yeah, yeah. Jack in the box. <laughs> anyway, they're dealing with that situation upstairs and downstairs. The uncle is fighting the evil gingerbread man. The fucking gingerbread man. Yeah, and he lights them on fire, and the dog saves the day and eats one of them before it tries to stab him. And yeah, I think wait, what did I write? I went uh, <laughs> the dog with the fucking gingerbread man. <laughs> yep. The last gingerbread man is like jumping towards the guy. He's like out of bullets, or his thing isn't like reloaded, and he's just like ah. I don't know why you'd be that scared of a gingerbread man. What's it gonna do to you? And the I mean, fucking the fucking dog the fucking dog just like jumps in midair and fucking eats a gingerbread man. It was hilarious. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was great comic. It was back. really well-timed comic relief for that <laughs> portion. Um, after the gingerbread men, we are introduced to some more demonic toys. Yes. We have the Christmas angel demon. Fucking bitch. Whatever the fuck that thing was supposed to be. That was pretty funny. Do you know that they never, like, they never rehearsed that fight scene at all, and they didn't know what the things looked like? So they oh, literally, really? like... Their reactions to them, like, falling, like, on them or her getting strung up, like, those are real. They didn't know that was going to happen. Oh, that's cool. Yep. That's why she called uh, it a we... bitch when it fell, because she was actually <laughs> yeah. scared. Uh, and we are also introduced to the evil teddy bear, which is pretty cool. I feel like you have to have an evil teddy bear. I like, I want to like the teddy bear, but it just looks like such a cartoon. I fucking hate it. I don't, he wasn't CGI, though. I don't know what he was, but I didn't like how he looked. I think he was definitely a real prop because I, I watched the bloopers really and he's a real he yeah he was a real prop he's very creepy face. i don't oh, know it creepy. just doesn't look real to me yeah uh, but i like that the i like stabby robot i like that when they stabbed him in the eye he bled green yeah <laughs> and then we have the stabby robot, the stabby that, jumps, robot. That, that that's what i wrote stabby robot because that's all he had like knives yeah he just has hands or whatever and it, that one was kind of uncreative uncreative non-creative yeah not creative but that's okay and then kind of everybody is like struggling to fight these goddamn things. And then the aunt, uh, not Aunt Dorothy, the, the other aunt, the sister. The sister. Uh, fucking goes on a rampage with an axe. Just stabs the bear with an icicle and just starts fucking up all these creatures. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was, it was. a good moment. It was a good like, fuck yeah moment. Like, like, fucking get them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's next? What do we have, Lauren? What do we have next? I wrote, poor grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I got some, I got some steps in between that one. All right, so basically I, they 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 go back downstairs, yep. and that's when I think Krampus starts to try to gather the toys back up because they failed to, to get anybody else. The elves else. come in now. The elves. We forgot about the elves. Well, the dog. The dog get, goes into the vents to try to save. Oh yeah. Try to save the day. Remember, and then they end up killing the dog, and then the Jack in the Box yeah, falls fuck through this the movie roof for killing the dog. <laughs> Jack the Box falls through the roof. The toys come back. I believe Aunt Dorothy picks up the shotgun. Yep. Kills the angel or shoots the angel shoots in the, the head. Shoots the angel. Yep. The bear. Yep. And then and then she points it at the jack in the box and the like, Aunt Dorothy, get rid of it. And she goes, with fucking pleasure. Yes. And as she goes, which I was like, oh, I wish she had shot it in the head. That would have been awesome. But uh, at that point, that's when they break through the window. Yeah. The elves break and through. They're creepy yeah. little fucking things. Yep. And that's when the elves show up and wrap a chain around Aunt Dorothy. She says something. Uh, like, I don't fucking know. Fucking figures. Like, fucking figures. And then she. Oh. And then she gets ripped out. <laughs> I forgot to mention, I really love this quote. When all the things were starting to break in and, like, like Aunt Dorothy was left in the living room to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they, she, like, had a quote that says, I'm old enough uh, old enough to know when life is coming with at you with his pants down. <laughs> oh, and all the kids are like, what does that mean? <laughs> she means getting oh, fucked. We're getting fucked. <laughs> getting fucked. Yeah, she had a lot of good quotes. Yeah, in this I love one. her one-liners. They're great. 
Krampus steals Aunt Dorothy, probably kills her with the chain. What is that? Death five? One, uh, two, I kind of stopped counting because I wasn't That's sure if they were just five. being kidnapped or not. Well, they got one of the kids back. They got one of the kids back out of the one of the Jack yeah, box, one of the Lesbo the, twins, the yeah. one who stole the note to begin with. Yeah, that dumb. Uh, then they steal the they steal the little baby. I think we forgot to mention that there is like a new not a newborn. Oh, but like they did one-year-old. take the baby, didn't they? Yeah, they just they don't reference it either. They just the elves pick up the baby and steal the fucking baby, which is kind of fucked oh, up. Oh, and then <laughs> and that's when actually the the uncle goes too because he goes after the baby. So the elves end up ta- he ends up grabbing on the, the chain and going out yep. with them. Yep, that's attached. We like got rid of three characters in one go. It was great. It's pretty crazy. Like it all happens pretty fast. Um, then the family kind of decides that hey, we need to get the fuck out of here because the fire is dying. Yeah. Fire, the fire is dead the fire at this point. Dead. We need to get to the snowplow, make it to safety. They leave the house, and as they leave, Omi pushes everybody out and locks the door behind them and boards it up so that they can't get back in because she is going to stay behind and fight Krampus herself. She's going to sacrifice herself for Krampus because this whole movie is about what you sacrifice. Yeah. And this is when Krampus kind of makes his real, like, full facial debut. He kind of did with... No, I guess he you're really, right. It's like, it'll show, like, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're right. This, this, you actually see it. Cause we get see, really it shows a little bit when he's on the roof when the sister is there. But you're right. This yeah. is, like, the full, like, long full reveal. shot on his face. Which I think is good. I think it, all the little creatures and toys kind of distracted you from not seeing him. Yep. So, I think they wanted that. I think they wanted yeah. to keep well, it. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the point. So I did a good job with that. Yeah, and I really like that they didn't actually tell you the history and, like, the folk tale of Krampus, of Krampus until, yeah. like, the end, like, right before this part. Like, you didn't really know what Krampus was until it was, like, totally explained. But they kept it, like, further in the movie, and I like that instead of, like... And they really didn't even explain the lore too much. She just... Omi just kinds of... Yeah, I think... Yeah, exactly. Slightly. But they did it in, like, the right... They did it in a, yeah. in a well done way. I, I appreciate. Yeah, they they went to like an animated version of when she was a kid. And, yeah, I and, liked uh, that. Germany. That was a really ni- another nice like touch of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, Omi dies, obviously from Krampus. That's why we're family, poor grandma. Poor Grammy. Uh, the family runs outside the house, tries to get to the snowplow, as I mentioned before. And at this point, this is when the snow Christmas tremors come back. Yep. And it's like, did they just forget that these things existed? Like. Well, I, I would have thought that it just like I would have forgotten about it because there's been so many other fucking things. Yeah. But also like <laughs> who knows where it is now? It could have just gone anywhere. I know. This is when it kind of gets kind of sad. I mean, not even though they stole the baby already. But anyway. Yeah. Fuck that uh, baby. This is, this is the part where the dad, Adam Scott, sacrifices himself for mm-hmm, his kids mm-hmm. and his family to try to push them into the snowplow. It was beautiful. Yeah. So he gets dragged under and killed by the snow monsters. Snow and then the aunt, right after him. Also gets taken by the snow Christmas tremors. Yep, just grabbed, dragged down. Yep, um, and then at the end, the mom, she's the last one. I think she like grabs the door and like shoves them in. She and... like puts the kids in the in the truck, and then yep. as soon as they're in the truck, it like grabs her. She's like, "I love yeah. you," and then it grabs him. Yeah. So at this point, the only people left are Max, the main character, the little boy, and one of the lesbian sisters that read the christmas note yeah the douchier lesbian sister so at this point they can't get the truck to start obviously because it looks like it's been sitting out there with the lights on the whole fucking movie anyway so yeah you know what i mean um this is when the elves come back and they take the last twin away and so he so krampus shows up if i remember correctly yep and lets max live yeah. Because he, he's the only one that needs to be left to kind of tell the story to pass it on, like a warning. Yeah, he gives him he gives him the crumpled up note that he had thrown away. Yes. And then a Christmas the bell. bell. The Krampus bell that was given to his grandmother when she was left alive from Krampus back during World War Two. Right. So it kinda of like it's like full cycle. Reminder. And then Max kind of says, fuck this. I'm going to go save I everybody. actually thought the movie was done then. I was like, wow, oh, that really? had like a fucking mist movie like yeah. ending. <laughs> like, what? No. Fuck that. No, that's not as bad as the mist. And at this point, Max goes back and he finds Krampus and the toys and the elves getting back into the sleigh. Because apparently Krampus has his own fucking sleigh pulled by demon skeleton horses mm-hmm. like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty cool scene. It's nice to see like all the characters in one kind of, like together place. yeah because yeah. most of the time it was separate except for the elves yeah i like that i like this scene he the kid yells at krampus yeah so max pretty much says fuck you and your christmas belly you you know you kringle bitch and, <laughs> kringle bitch. and he's like i just want my family back and he and like you think 
like Krampus is going to be nice about it. There's like a like, really long pause. You really think yeah. that he's taking all of this into consideration. Like, yeah, he's like, I love my family. I'm so sorry for what I did. Things like that. Like, take Krampus, me, like, not like, them. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to self-sacrifice. Everybody's going to come back. And then he just kind of like, does he pick him up or something? And, well, the, then they, then, then they, everyone starts laughing and they push yeah. his fucking cousin into like they the pit him. of doom. <laughs> And then he keeps it's laughing and he picks hell. he picks Max up by the head or whatever yeah. and like pulls him over the fucking pit of doom. Yep. And drops, and drops him. him <laughs> so basically everybody died. I was like I, I literally wrote I was like Krampus is a dick. Everybody deserved it. Fuck him. Oh, seriously. But it was just like you was twice you expected redemption like twice and then he just fucking drops him in and you're like oh shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, so the, they're then, all fucking and then dead. And then I thought then it was over again, and then it wasn't. So you think it's over? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Lauren said, but it's obviously not. And you have Max waking up in his bed on like Christmas morning, and at first you're like, "Oh, this was all a fucking horrible dream." You know, yeah, so, like, he that, falls it out of bed. Happened. It's just a bad dream. And then he goes downstairs, and everybody's nice and happy. All the family's there, opening presents. And then he opens one of his presents, and it's the Krampus Christmas bell. Yep. And everybody just and everybody in the family just kind of looks. It's like, and like they re- they realize what it is because I think they all thought the same thing like it was all a dream. Yeah. And that's why they were all so nice to each other in this Christmas morning. Yep. And then they're all quiet and it just pulls out and it's they're inside of a small snow globe in pretty much hell in Krampus's hell. Yep. And his giant collection of dead people's snow globes. Yes. And that's the end. It's that, I like that. It's it this movie was awesome. I fucking <laughs> loved really this was. movie. This I watched, I've been watching movie. it while I've been editing all week. I've been like, I had it on in the background with like no sound, like just watching it. Cause it's just watching it. It's so visually like pleasing. Yeah. Like it's such it's a very nice. well done movie. I just, my last note on this is great movie. Ah, oh, shit. Great movie. Minus the dumb looking animated toys. That's oh, the only thing I hated it. about this movie. Everything out. The score was good. The, the lighting was good. the All of it. All of it was good. You just didn't like the gingerbread man. The toys were awesome. I like the Jack like, in nothing the Box. Else was, yeah, nothing I else was CGI. I don't really like the angel. I don't. It's just not. They were creepy. They were I know they were creepy, creepy but I just didn't like it. I That's just didn't. I, they just didn't dick. work for me, Robbie. They just didn't work for me. I want some oh old German ass looking terrifying That's toys. That's what they were. I didn't like them. Oh, oh, you don't know what you're talking it's about. It's fine. I like the movie. Well, so one thing I noticed about this movie is it, it gives you a sense of of being cold. Oh, all sense? the time. Yes. It's very And good. I like movies that do that. I love movies that do that. Another one that does that very well is The Shining. The Shining does a good job of just making you feel cold. Yeah. I don't know. It's because, it's it's because it. like, Krampus, like, gave off the illusion of just, like, dead cold. Like, there's no, like... It's not snowing to make it cold. Like everything yeah. is frozen, and the breath that you're breathing, like ev- all of it, is just like fucking frozen. Everything is cold. It just gives yeah. such a good illusion to it. I just love it. It's yeah, yeah, they did a very good job. In in the DVD version, I don't know if they do it on the Amazon one. The beginning, you know, when they show like the production studio logos, yeah, like you know, like Paramount yeah. and what you know, whatever. In this one, they're all frozen and covered yeah, in ice. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. It, I loved that. I was like, yeah. oh, that's I've really never, cool. I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie. Isn't it like they, Legendary they the, or something is like the name of it? Yeah, whatever yeah. the picture studio was. Yeah. But I've never seen a movie do that. Like they altered the logo to look like... Really? I've seen movies I, I do that cool. to logos. Have you? Yeah, I think so. No, you don't watch movies if you don't know what you're no, talking I'm about. No, I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. It is <laughs> uh, very cool, some, though. We're going to go over some ratings. Ooh, Ratings. Movie. IMDb has this rated at a 6.1 out of 10. All right. Which I I, I don't agree with it, but I think I it's a little low. Get that rating. I think it's a little low. I think it's low too, but I think it's higher than I thought it was going to get. Yeah, I would agree IMDb. with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 67%, which I think is way too fucking low. Yes. I don't know. But Rotten, I don't know Rotten, about Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know about I'll look that. it up sometime. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Their fucking critics, like their top-rated critics, are a bunch of fucking like horseshit, rich white people. Yeah, that's why. Like, I don't that know. Don't about Don't know them. fucking movies. I don't know yeah. about them. And there was oh, what was her name? I wrote it down. Oh yeah, in big letters, I wrote "fuck you, Stephanie Zacharek." Oh. Um, she's like some New York Times bullshit. Not Times. Yeah, whatever. 
some New York bullshit magazine, and she just like tore this movie apart. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, there was wow. like, there's no reason for you to be that critical of a like. It just it's a fun movie. And it, she's it's just, not like, like trying it to be critically acclaimed. Like it's yeah, just exactly. a. I, that's why I don't trust movie reviewers because they're a bunch of horseshit. This is why morons. I don't read like, reviews, Robbie. This is why I don't read reviews. I just I go based on ones, my though. own opinion of how things look. I like to read the good reviews. Re- I don't want to, like be to read the good reviews. Though. I just want to do it. I just want to be my own person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am too, but I mean, sometimes you got to look at that kind of stuff. Eh, anyway, I don't. Me- Metacritic gave it a 49%, which is also very low, but they're a bunch know. of horseshit morons too. I feel like it's because they don't want to take the movie seriously. So they're like, it's not a serious movie. It can't exactly. get more than this. I think this yeah. was a great movie. It was really well done. Amazing. And I, the only thing I don't like about it is the toys. And that's, I they don't think that's a bad thing. The elves were great. I love the elves. Oh, I like the Jack in the Box guy. That's a toy. I know, but I don't like the gingerbread men. I don't like the gingerbread men, and I don't like the the teddy bear. I just think they look dumb. You look dumb. I so know. I realized this movie, uh, at first you're like, oh, uh, Krampus is the bad guy. And you're like, actually, Krampus is not the bad guy in this movie. And then you go, oh, it was fucking Max's fault. Yeah. Max is the one that tore up the letter and blah, 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 and Krampus showed up. I really think it's the the dumb it is, lesbian bitch fault. yes it is it's the her lesbian fault for reading the sister's fault. letter yes if she hadn't read that in front of everybody and embarrassed him he wouldn't have been upset and he wouldn't have crumpled it up and ripped it up and all this crazy shit but then you also have to go what if was krampus already on his way to the shitty family anyway or was this just no, i like think it's implied that when he ripped it up that was what set the krampus thing in motion maybe it, like the final straw was just like yeah because that's when he um, like actually stopped believing and like was mad about it yeah. Like, I think he could have gotten over it. Or it just never should have happened. If you, if you see a letter, that's a federal crime. That was not addressed <laughs> to her. She read somebody else's mail. She should go to jail. There was no stamp on it, so I don't think it's officially federal mail. Well, how do you so... know? How do you know the stamp wasn't on it already? Because <laughs> you see the envelope. Shut up, There's no stamp on it. <laughs> and it looks like it's written by a goddamn, like, kindergartner. If you see a letter and it doesn't have your fucking name on it, stay out of it because it doesn't involve you. And <laughs> Krampus will show up and Krampus eat your family. Krampus will show up and eat your family. Oh, my God. I really hope Michael Doherty, the director, does more holiday origin movies. Same. Like, some fucked up version of the Easter Bunny, I think, would be yes. crazy. Oh, we should write him a letter. I Yeah, let's do it. Do let's you want him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, can we? I'm sure he'd sure. do it. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, what's another good holiday that he could do? Oh, um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That would be a great one. Arbor Day. Maypole Day. <laughs> Maypole Flag Day. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Pride Month. <laughs> yes! Just a bunch of homos <laughs> killing people. The Winter Solstice. That. It's not a real holiday, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. There you go. President's Day. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that oh, okay. garbage. So out of a five rating, five star rating, what would you give the movie, Lauren? Ah, oh, Robbie, you know, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I got very excited. I didn't know you were going to ask me that. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to rate this movie a four. Okay. I really like this movie. Aside from the char- the stupid the stupid gingerbread Get men, I thought that this movie was great. It's very well done, and I'm really glad that we watched it. I'm glad we reviewed it, Robbie. So I also gave this a four. Yeah. As a as a movie as a whole. Uh huh. But I think I think this is gonna be like part of my Christmas movie tradition. I know. I Krampus actually now that I own it, I'm gonna watch it all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so for a Christmas movie, I gave it five out of five. Oh, Overall, for, yeah, four yeah. out of five. Christmas, yeah. Christmas for a Christmas movie, I get a four point seven five. Four. <laughs> That's not an option. Okay? It is now. All right. Before we sign off, we're gonna rate our beers. Yeah, we are. We've been forgetting to do that lately because we're horrible people. We're not so. good at our jobs. We're not. No, that's why you have a new one. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I drank Fury Kolsch from Salt Fire Brewing Company in Salt Lake City, Utah. It was good. It was enjoyable. It was nothing too special. I was kind of hoping it would be like a flavored Kolsch of some sort, but it's not. It's kind of like just a normal Kolsch. All right. But it's very enjoyable. It's three out of five. Three out of five. I drank Dorothy's New World Lager from uh, Toppling Goliath Brewing. 
in something Iowa, Decora, <laughs> uh, Decora, Iowa, and it is five point five percent ABV, and it was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It actually had quite a sweet like quite a sweet like back taste to it, and it was kind of citrusy up front. Um, it definitely had that lager feel to it, but it was very light. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think that I would rate this um, probably a 3.25. You're welcome. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you for sending me good beer. It'll look <laughs> nice for the pictures for this one, too, I think. Yeah, a pretty reflective can, I think. Yeah, the it? blues are beautiful. Yeah. I think we nailed it on beer choice this week. Yeah, so fucking go us. High five. And that just wraps it up for this episode of The Brew Interviews. You can find The Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family just like these few people. Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, and Jess, thank you very much for supporting the show. It really helps. Also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Do it. If you do it, we'll send you stuff. We'll, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> or a pin. Or a, yeah, or a If button. you want a sticker or a pin, pin just go write us a review. Guys, reviews take two seconds to do. They're very fun to write. You can be as sarcastic as you want. Just give us a good review, please. Um, but like just just go do it it helps us it helps people find us and you want other people to hear how funny we are right they're not gonna answer <laughs> oh i want them to think maybe in to your themselves head, yeah you're answer. right lauren you are right i am gonna go to itunes i am gonna write a review i am gonna help people hear your podcast it's just like it. running in the election i'm ready to go robbie it's like getting voters i love this <laughs> Are you done? Yes. Be sure to head over to redbubble.com and look up the Brew Interviews to get some of our cool merch. Also be sure to download the Devor app. That's where we got our amazing beer this week. Do it. Okay? And guess what? We have a promo code. We do. Gave us, especially for us. Just type in Brew Interviews and you will get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Promo code Brew Interviews. Brew Interviews. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. For the Bruin Views, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Kids are playing in her blood.